welcome to another episode of Crouching Tiger Hidden Podcast. I'm Dave, and I'm here with my co-host, Vader. How's it going, Vader? Very good, thank you. I almost asked you how the weather was over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an okay day today. <laughs> Just see yeah, it's it's been alright over here. A little rainy, but kind of, I don't know, duh. it's been humid, so that's a change of pace from the desert. Plus or minus. Would be. Yeah. All right. So, uh, what are we taking a look at today? Um, we're going with Jackie Chan's Gorgeous. Uh, this was um, filmed in 1999 and directed by Vincent Kolk. And one of his few films, actually, he um, has a, a large, larger filmography as a writer, um, but and as an actor, actually. Uh, so he. He wrote the script for the 2008 film CJ7, which was with uh, Stephen Chow. And then as an actor, he's also been in a few films with Stephen Chow. Um, God of Cookery in 1996 and Shaolin Soccer in 2001. Um, <laughs> I'm pr- pretty interested to uh, get into Shaolin Soccer and maybe uh, Kung Fu Hustle down the road. Those are some, uh, some of my favorite uh, just kind of comedy Kung Fu films. Yeah. Just having a bit of a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, let's see. For our cast, we have, um, as our, our leading female role, uh, Shuchi. She plays the character of Boo. And she starred in, a little bit after this, she was in uh, The Transporter 2002 with uh, Jason Statham. And we're getting this crossover again. Yeah, this we're, is... actually, we'll get quite a few on this one. <laughs> Uh, I don't think we have every film. Because, um, yeah, because Jason Stantham was in a few other films we've talked about and tied to, yeah, with some yeah. of the same actors. Yeah, that will, uh, the whole list, I think, of this cast, they're, uh, they're pretty uh, prolific in the um, Hong Kong scene. So mm-hmm. she's in um, Soul Raiders uh, 2005. That's a sequel to Tokyo Raiders, um, I want to say maybe 2001. Uh, interesting enough, there's a, a sequel to that coming out this or next year um, might be like Shanghai Raiders, I, I think. Oh, cool! But uh, oh, those I'm are those. Yeah, they're so um, Seoul is in Korea, isn't it? So the uh, Seoul is, yeah, yeah. So oh, they're cool. uh, it's like um, a little bit of kung fu. It's mostly uh, crime caper. Like I think they're like bank robbers or something. It's been a while since I've seen those. So slightly out of our kind of area of focus. Yeah, it's it's a little out of there. Um, there's still some uh, kung fu shenanigans going on, and again, um, we'll see. Actually, with this cast, a few more uh, familiar faces. Um, I've got to be careful who, who I Google because I don't know these actors as well as you do because I'm bad. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I was going to mention and I forgot I, uh, when we started. Um, Last episode, well, episode we did uh, House of Flying Daggers. Yeah, uh, we googled uh, the lead, um, I guess, antagonist, the kind of the, ch- the 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 captain of the guard. I can't remember the actor's name now. We talked about how he's a bit of a handsome man, and now I get emails from Pinterest, which I don't actually use, <laughs> with pictures of him. <laughs> uh, uh, these, like sixty pictures of all. Oh, what was the actor's name? I can't actually remember his name now. Um, yeah, it's yeah. Um, no, no, the captain of the forget. guard. Yeah, it's, it's just uh, hilarious that now I'm getting emailed. I don't know how Pinterest knows because I don't use the service. I've signed up to it apparently, but it stalks my Google 
switches apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, I, be careful. I, I You're going to get uh, a lot of more sexy dudes uh, <laughs> emailing you. Yeah. Uh, very funny Pinterest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was just my little uh, yeah story of the day. Yeah, that's a good one. So, um, oh, uh, so she's in um, Legend of the Fist, uh, Return of Chenzen with, um, uh, now I went blank, um, Donnie Yen. Yeah, I don't know why I forgot his name. Yes. Pretty important. So <laughs> she's in that with Donnie Yen in 2010. Oh, yeah, this one, yeah. Yeah. This is the um, homage to Bruce Lee. Because yes. they, because they, yeah, he dresses up like the, um, Kato from the Green yeah, Hornet. Yeah, Green Hornet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they even have that real classic scene where he like looks at the window. It was a very cool film that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought I'd seen it when I when I read the name and I had to think about it. But yeah, very cool homage that was. Yeah, and that's another uh, fun. I mean, it's not really a period piece, but it's uh, er, you know set earlier, you know, than contemporary uh, films. Um, hey, maybe we'll the... take a look at that one for some Dunian action. Oh, for sure. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Because um, that's actually a follow-up to the story um, Twist of Legend, isn't it? Or yes, it's the same character, but it's it's continuing on. Yeah, um, that particular character has been portrayed by pretty much yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. in the industry, yeah. including Donnie Yen. I mean, he did his he did yes. crack at it, um, which is fun. Cool. Yeah. Let's see. Um, I guess most recently she was in, well, at least as far as were concerned um she's in journey to the <laughs> west um another uh monkey magic one um 2013's with um steven chow again who's yep. in a lot of films because we've talked about this before with yeah. one of the other characters yep lots yeah. of crossover lots oh, of paths that can go down <laughs> it's like a rabbit warren you <laughs> can just make... go down any that's okay it's any like actor. a it's like a you know a wikipedia dive on accident uh, yeah yeah, all roads lead to Hong Kong in this case, not Rome. My <laughs> <laughs> well, Hong Kong film industry. <laughs> yeah, Go done well to kind of get that um, Western film, like the track with Transporter, and she did a good job with that film. Um, she was a cool character, and it was a good movie, The, the Transporter. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's been a while to watch that one again. Um, I don't think I cared as much for the sequel. I like the second one. The third one. I don't even know if I watched the whole thing. I may have just made it halfway through. It, it became quite ridiculous over the top, actually. That was with the lady that just wore around, walked around in her bra, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's the probably why scare. I stopped watching it. I it was know. yeah, ridiculous. It was um, still a fun action movie, but yeah, no, the first one was quite 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 cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess uh, as a plug, um, there's a they rebooted it into a TV series, which is actually really good. Oh, is it? Yeah, it was it was better than um, the second and third films. Ah, cool. Might have to check that out. Yeah, it's uh, it's on Netflix, I believe, if it still is on there. Of course, well, I, you know, I imagine it's not being on your way. your version of Netflix. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Whatever they get licensed to. Oh, it's yeah. a few years old. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, it was. Not, yeah, I guess it's not that far back. Yeah. I think it was um, cool. maybe two or three seasons. Yeah, I just saw the first season. Um, and who else we got? We got Albert. Uh, yes, Albert. Was, um, Boo's friend or new friend that she makes, isn't it? Yes. Yep. 
So he's uh, our um well, he, you know he's a main he's a main cast member but his uh his character itself in the film sort of kicks off like the main plot point of the movie uh, before we even see him which is interesting. Yeah, yeah we don't yeah. even we don't even know until a good 15 minutes in, maybe longer. Um but uh, that he's portrayed by uh Tony Lung which also we just talked about <laughs> he's he was in hero <laughs> he was uh broken sword in hero oh really yeah 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 well he's done a good uh, job of playing a different character <laughs> oh completely you wouldn't even almost oh well, i mean you would recognize him but he well, definitely not the same the style <laughs> no and the hair the hair is very different this is like clean cut short hair like modern whereas yeah and hero he had the long kind of um, tied back, tied here. Top, yeah. was it top knot at times. Yeah, uh, anyway. yeah, um, it was, and he's a little scruffy too. Had a little bit of a you know five yeah. o'clock shadow. The sh- the but yeah, no, it's yeah, very very well done. <laughs> I, I do, and Infernal Affairs, which we've talked about as well, which is a great yes. film. Um, who was our handsome captain? Was also in that film, wasn't he? That's how he got onto Infernal Affairs last yes. time. <laughs> yes, Andy Lau. Now there we go. <laughs> I didn't That's want to it. forget his name. And that's my Pinterest emails are full of his <laughs> sexy pictures. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, the, like his sexy pictures, handsome pictures. He's just posing in like like runway kind of shoot look looks yeah. and stuff. But yeah, um, and Soul, then uh, Soul Raiders again. Yeah, yeah he's he in Soul Raiders, uh, and and he's uh, he's one of the main uh, protagonists in that trilogy, I guess. So he's in Tokyo Raiders, and then um, he's set to appear in the. Uh, Singapore or Shanghai. I think it's Shanghai Raiders. Um, he's also in Redcliffe, uh, which we talked, you know, honestly, I think we talked about his filmography um, when we did Hero. So, yeah, we would have, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. He's in Redcliffe and um, the Grandmaster. He actually portrays um, Meatman in, uh, in that one from 2013. Oh, so he plays Eatman as well. Um, yes, I think the young version and then, um, uh, Anthony Wong portrays the, I guess the, in the film present day version. Okay, cool. Yeah. Again, I need, we need to watch that. I haven't seen it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good one to cover. All right. Who else we got on now? Uh, we got Al, Al W. Low. Yeah. And Uh, I don't think he was called that in in the movie like at least not in the um the dub which i watched <laughs> he had a different name I, yeah i noticed there's a few like different things that's the, oh, he's the he's the main bad guy he, isn't yeah he? he's the main the yeah you know very he's not really a bad guy he's just opposite of jackie chan yeah he's the opposition um they do yeah yeah mr low I yeah, guess that's what I could just refer to him as Mr. Lowe. Yeah, he's Mr. Lowe runs the um the the company that um is competing against um Jackie Chan's company. Yep. So he's in uh, Supercop two, um uh, with Jackie Chan in ninety three, and then again um in ninety seven he's um with Jackie Chan and Mr. Nice Guy. Okay. Not not too much those, uh, to be yeah, it, they're both pretty good. Um, but I think that was kind of his run. Um, 
I want to say after 2003, he really wasn't doing anything else. Uh, maybe okay. just kind of got out of the acting game. And that's, yeah, that's Emil Chow, if we, uh, if we didn't mention it. Yep. And then we've got the bodyguard, Lowe's bodyguard, Kim Lowe. Not to be confused with Mr. Lowe. <laughs> no. Just the actor. Um, so, uh, interesting thing with, I, I didn't even bother listing his um, filmography it because just... it's very extensive. He's with <laughs> Jackie Chan pretty much in almost every single movie after like 1986. Um, I want to say he, for a little while, he's, he was um, Jackie Chan's bodyguard, like in actual real life. Oh, true. And um, he, he plays, uh, go ahead. Interesting enough, Jackie Chan is, is a quite interesting character. His house is inside a, a warehouse somewhere in, in Hong Kong, but he doesn't have a normal house. Um, he's built a, like just a house inside a warehouse to hide. So, so he can have like his like anonymity. Yeah. Like, keep away from the crowds. Um, and so, it's, yeah, it's really, it's really interesting. I saw a video of it and it's just, he, um, yeah, it's, thing at the time was collecting teacups and he collects like tea sets and stuff uh, and has secret doors and stuff hiding into like secret rooms and <laughs> yeah very interesting character uh, in real life Jackie Chan that's pretty um, cool yeah I did not know that but yeah um, he has a lot of stuff but yeah it's like a house inside a warehouse for security reasons yeah very interesting um so yeah, Lowe plays a bodyguard in the movie and in real life. Yeah, um, and then he he, play, he plays um, usually alongside, but generally in opposition to um, Chan. Just I think so they can both fight. Um, now and now and again, he's the uh, the main bad guy in um, New Legend of Drunken Master. Okay. Yeah, and he's bald in this this one, and he suits being a bald guy. He's got a clean shaven head. Yeah, and then he usually goes with like a crew cut. It's just usually yep. pretty short. And then he's in he's in a few films with Donnie Yen as well. I, I would say his acting is a little over the top, <laughs> um, but uh, it was all right. Um, yeah, he's there for his stunt work, really, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And then and uh, Boo's father was Boo's hilarious. Father. Yeah, <laughs> he was. He's uh he's been in the game for a long time. His um his filmography prior to this um was really extensive. Uh but mostly drama and comedies. Uh, really the, like the larger martial arts films. He was in um The Legend with Jet Li in 1993 and then in the the next year he was in New Legend of Shaolin with Jet Li. Uh after that um just TV shows, uh, and then eventually he did Gorgeous in 1999. Okay. Um, he also starred in um, Inside Out as um, a- Anger, the, <laughs> the emotion Anger. Oh, I don't know okay. if you thought this. We're not, well, he didn't. I'm just being smart. Uh, <laughs> he looked, he's an angry man and points this film. And I just, when I was watching it just the other day, I was thinking, he looks exactly like Anger does in the movie, the cartoon Inside Out. <laughs> uh, the way he was kind of getting hot around the collar and just getting real angry um, near the end of the movie was quite funny. Um, and it just made me think of, yeah, the kids' film. Yeah, I think that's his, uh, his shtick, the thing he does. Yellow yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you just, you could see high blood pressure looking character. <laughs> like, uh, very funny. Um, and then Alan, 
he's kind of the, the, the shining star of this film, isn't yeah. he? Um, yeah, this is the, um, as far as I can recall, this is the impetus for us uh, watching this film since, uh, you know, he's uh, he's an Aussie actor, so we don't get uh, too many of those crossing over into Hong Kong film. No, it's, it's very rare. We had, we had the Russian uh, <laughs> priest in um, Snake in the Eagle Shadow, yeah. but other than that, um, yeah, it's our first kind of foreign actor. Yeah, and he, um, man, I have to go back and watch so many of these films because he's in quite a few other movies um, with Jackie Chan. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's I didn't know I can remember from. Um, but he's in uh, Mr. Nice Guy in 97. He's in Who Am I, which I love that movie, and I definitely have to see who he was playing in uh, 98. And then the not so great um, accidental spy in two thousand and one wasn't wasn't a super big fan of that one. Um, Good. This is why him and Jackie is why I actually really like this film. Their fight is amazing. Like it's not your traditional kung fu, like you see in all these other films, but it's a straight up fight. <laughs> like it's good. Uh, so, yeah, you know, no. it's he's he's very talented little guy. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a shorter gentleman. Um, yeah, he whipped my ass. <laughs> um, yeah, he, but yeah, uh, very, very skilled fighter. Yeah, we get to watch two, not one, but two throwdowns in this film, and that was that was the the highlights of the um, kung fu aspect of the, of the movie. Uh, he's in Shanghai Nights in two thousand three, and he serves as um, generally a stuntman. Uh, assistant um, action director or stunt coordinator for a good like I think it was 10 15 movies um, most of them are Jackie Chan um, centric he's in uh, Shanghai Noon um, just as the stunt uh, director and then most recently um, not really there's a small I guess fight scene in it but he's the um, action choreographer for um, the fight scenes in Pacific Rim which was kind of cool. Oh, cool. Well, I'm glad he's looked well because he's very talented. And I thought I, I from what I was aware, he hadn't done much else. Um, yeah, he was in Shanghai nights. He was a street thug. Um, uncredited. Yeah. Which is a bit of a shame. Uh, um, I want to say he's in rush hour one. And I think he's the stunt coordinator for number three. Uh, on his on his IMDb credits, he also has a role in uh, an opening, like a cold open um, Saturday Night Live skit with uh, um, Chris Tucker and, and Jackie Chan when they were doing promotions for one of the Rush Hour oh, films. Cool. But he's like a, a thug that they, I guess, you know, fight. Off the, oh, cool. Maybe look up the clip. Yeah, as you say, he tends to do more of the stunt double work, and so he's kind of behind the scenes, not in the limelight. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's um, I think it's for his kicks. He he's pretty phenomenal with those. Well, it's additional uh, stunt double. He was Jackie's double at some point. Jackie doesn't use a double very often. No, and and they're um, roughly about the same height, just weight classes different, as we find out in the film. Yep, but no, very talented dude. Like, yeah, it's very cool. Um. Yeah, well, I guess that's our main cast, except we haven't mentioned Jackie, but yeah. we all know. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the movie, you know. Um, he is the movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, according it, to... Yeah, go ahead. 
Uh, this would be the most Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan character because Jackie Chan is the rich dude of Hong Kong. Um, <laughs> and so it's, yeah, it's pretty much him, except he's rich from, and this is the film, from being um, a business investor and owning companies and stuff and rather than making films. But yeah, I'm sure yeah. Jackie has all the gadgets like this guy does. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, just kind of going through the Wikipedia entry, um as as long as you know we can uh, utterly believe in <laughs> the sources that were put in um a lot of the the props in his office uh, are his own uh like the the training the wing chun training dummy that's his a lot of it's they used his stuff he wanted originally i guess to use his own office to film in but um it, it was too high up uh for for what they wanted to do i guess it was on a okay. third floor of a office building um, or maybe it was too low. I don't know how <laughs> high the third floor would have been. Um, and then he, uh, he not only starring in it, but he produced and I think he co-wrote the script. Like this was his, um, departure from just action movies. Um, yeah. the, the film itself, uh, we haven't really talked about, but it's more of a romantic comedy, um, there's of course uh, two two pivotal fight scenes, but the rest of it is like a rom com standard fare. Uh, and he did this directly after doing um, uh, Rush Hour, so he had a little bit more pull, I think, to what he wanted to do because um, his contract with uh, Golden Harvest went up, so he was a little bit more on his own to to do okay. this film. Yeah, and you can definitely see how it's him trying to break out of that just action man, kung fu dude. Um, but as I say, it's this is probably one of my favorite fight scenes in most martial art films, uh, just because it's straight fighting. There's, there's, um, yeah, we get a mix of evasive and trick kind of work, but there's also just a straight up and in that they actually just refer to it as boxing rather than kung fu or anything like that they just re- and that is the dub yeah it may be different in the but they just refer to it as boxing even though they're kicking <laughs> um, <laughs> um so it's interesting and, and it is a very different style it's not your um flourishy kung fu that was seen in the other films we've covered it's your straight up fight um yeah with some sweet kicks yeah, I mean it's it's more of like a knockdown battle. Um, they're yeah. just trying to put the other person down. Um, nothing crazy fancy, as you mentioned. Uh, there's a lot of like I guess more toward the the second fight they have in the film. Um, there's a lot of respect I think going on. So it's not uh, it's it's more of a meeting of equals versus um, you know Jackie Chan's general um, mo fighting like a mob of people. Which we do get, yeah. which is, you know, that's kind of fun too in the beginning of the film. Yeah. Well, before we get into that, should we, should we cover off our um, good and bad reviews? Yeah. The good, um, the bad. What, what'd you dig up for this time? <laughs> um, well, where would you like to start? I always like to ask, uh, do you want uh, to start with the bad or the good? What, what or the ugly? Time? Um, let's go with the good. Okay. Let's do good. Uh, well, I guess we can start with overall. Um we, I, IMDb has a rating of 6.1 out of 10. Um, and Rotten Tomatoes, 
56. So it's a, this is more of a divisive film that we've, than we've had previously. It had, this is probably our lowest rated uh, and, I guess, worst received film. Uh, so I was actually worried I wouldn't get a perfect score, but I did. I found a good review with a perfect score. And this is titled, this review is titled Kung Fu for Chicks. <laughs> I haven't heard anyone actually refer to females as chicks in a long time. I think it's kind of dated. Uh, yeah. And well, it, when when it, was that review? When did that come out? Uh, well, almost exactly 15 years ago, 27th of May, 2002. So we're just a few days to date our podcast, a few days after the 27th of May. Um, so yeah, good timing. And this is uh, from someone from California, USA. And his review goes, if you're looking for blood and unspeakable acts of evil, this isn't for you. <laughs> this, this is a mostly realistic look at an average, yeah, brackets, wealthy guy going about his day. He meets an attractive young woman and they fall in love. The fight scenes and stunts help keep the interest of, of any guys watching, but this isn't just another fight flick. It has an interesting twist in that the bad guys are worried about one another getting hurt. So that's what we are kind of alluding to with the fight scenes. They're not just there. Unlike our other films where it's a fight to the death that we've covered, this is the fighting for... Uh, more fun. <laughs> um, and yeah. Continuing with the review, watching the scenes with Bradley James Allen is worth a rental in itself. Agreed. The DVD offers an interesting commentary track that offers some insight into the world of Jackie. Rent this for your girlfriend. She will thank you. <laughs> um, and I, I can I can agree with that. It is is definitely more focused on the love story and the flick. Um, I watched this film uh, probably closer to actually being released, to be honest, back in two thousand and one. Um, and I I really enjoyed it uh, and and could appreciate the the rom the rom com in it. Uh, but again, it's a, like I said earlier, it's one of my favorite fight scenes in most kung fu films. Uh, so yeah, that's the. That's the good review. And that was a 10 out of 10 from our Californian Kung Fu friend. <laughs> uh, moving on to the worst, the bad reviews. <laughs> Titled, Worst Jackie Chan Film I Have Ever Seen. Uh, this is from Rooster99 from Paris, Fran Paris, France. Not Paris, Texas. Paris, France. The real Paris. Uh, and this, this is a review is a bit more recent. It was 10 years ago. Uh, 2007 it was reviewed Jackie Chan oh and spoiler alert this review it contains spoilers <laughs> Jackie Chan has made some good films bracket police force rumble in the Bronx etc but most of his most recent work has been subpar this film hits a new low it, it is incredibly dull sh shored up by only two decent fight scenes in the entire movie the second of which was marred by a ridiculous tango sequence midway through. There is a little plot to speak of. Sorry, there is little plot to speak of other than Sh Shu, the main actress. She, Shu Chi. She, it's a cue though. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> um, going to Hong Kong because she finds a, a note in a bottle. The rest is pure rubbish. It is one of those earnest films 
where the henchmen all look at each other, grab their faces and scream at least 20 times in the movie. It was funny when the three stooges did it back in the forties, but it is no longer even remotely humorous. Just about the only thing I can say about this horrid film is that the female lead is very attractive. Hence the title. Other than that, the the picture is a dog. The sparse action scenes have all been done by Jackie Chan, no less in many other movies and done considerably better. There is really nothing at all to the love story. It is so incredibly contrived that it is, it just comes off as a big joke. Very, very poor outing for Jackie Chan. So very negative. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I'm a bit more forgiving than that. Uh, I could see where people come from and it is, it's probably not the best, it definitely isn't the best film Jackie Chan's done. But it's it's just a cute story. It it doesn't need to be taken too seriously. Um, and I don't know. I think the action in this film's done quite well. Uh, and it's more than just the two fight scenes. There's a good uh, four and one really well done scene that's not a fight scene uh, with Albert. That was really interesting and, and well done and cool. So, yeah. Hmm. So what do you think of the bad review? Um, it, it reminds me a lot of, we got the, the battery, I want to say for, um, House of Flying Daggers, yep. where I, I think the the guy was like, oh, it's flying ninjas or something. It was something weird like that, where they, yep. <laughs> they, they were complaining about the movie, but they were like still talking positively and then gave it a horrible score. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I... Again, I think I see where they're coming from, um, but I probably would, if I was to score this, um, maybe like a 75. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not a great piece of cinema. Um, it's definitely a departure from his other fare. So yeah, if you were going into this expecting a, you know, a general uh, Jackie Chan adventure, um, this isn't it. Uh, but a great movie? No, no, it's probably not. But it was fun. Yeah. I mean, exactly, and that's what sometimes we want from a film. And I, I'm glad he did it because it's something he wanted to do. And I'd rather a, someone who's trying to be creative have free reign than be forced into doing the same thing over and over again. Because uh, what comes out, there is some passion in this film. Um, like, if someone obviously cares and it's taking some effort to to do things well. Um. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I can, I like it. But yeah, there's, I guess we want to jump through and kind of cover some of the movie, uh, some of the key points. We mentioned that Boo, the main actress um, character, heads to Hong Kong from Taiwan. Isn't yeah. she? She's based in a fishing village in Taiwan, and she finds a a, a love note uh, from one of our supporting characters, Albert in Hong Kong. And so she goes to, to find love. Oh, I guess before that, she gets proposed to within the most funny way. It's like a character we didn't actually cover. He's not, he's not on the main cast list. But he gets proposed to by getting uh, given a, um, an oyster, was it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a fishing village. So I think he just thought that, that was, you know, what he was going to, uh, use <laughs> yeah yeah because didn't he say like the jewelry shop was closed so he just bought her like a giant oyster yeah and hoped that there was a pearl <laughs> in it i think was the idea 
it, she clearly is not interested. Small town, there's not really many people to date. Uh, so the friends, and he likes her obviously a lot more than she does. So I, I feel sorry for him. He's made out to be, you know, a bit of the outcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's he's not a major plot point, but he's a recurring character. Uh, he's, you know, he, I think he's like a childhood friend. So, mm. you know, she, she she leaves Taiwan and he follows her. He finds out that, you know, where she kind of went and he, as a subplot to the film, you know, goes on his own little adventure trying to, you know, convince her that his most marriage proposal is better than the, you know, mysterious love that she's seeking from a, you know, note in a bottle. And... So, spoiler, it, he doesn't win her over. <laughs> I, I, Unfortunately I, for him. I, I kind of, I kind of, um, re-watching it this time, it been quite a number of years since I last saw it. I was kind of hoping, because I'd forgotten, that they tied up his story and kind of gave him someone a kind of conclusion, because it is kind of really sad for him. Yeah, um, he just, like, yeah. kicked to the wayside, basically. Yeah. And... Yeah, so I kind of wish there was some kind of tie-in. And very very quickly, we kind of established that there is another person who looks like this main character who's uh, a mobster's girlfriend who's run away or has disappeared. Yeah, um, she's, she's just run away, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very strange. Like, it's kind of a lot of the story is sort of forced and very convenient it's there because it needs to be there, not because it necessarily makes sense. No, it's just to move the plot along or, or to make yeah. it convenient. Yeah. As you said, um, for, for Boo, really, any of the stuff that she succeeds in doing is just because of like, you know, happy circumstance. Yeah. And I guess I, part of me kind of was hoping, and it could be a nice story that, um, this, this love interest from her home village meets this lady who looks like her and they fall in love. She goes from the, the crazy life of being a mobster's girlfriend to a quiet fishing village. Uh, I could see the, the parallel there. Someone who's from the high life going to a quiet life, someone from a quiet life moving up to the big city to, to live with, yeah, to be with Jackie and his fancy pants, rich yeah. man house. <laughs> It'd have been a quite a, a nice juxtaposition kind of opposites or. But that doesn't happen. No, <laughs> it would have made a longer movie too, I think. Yeah. Um, but I feel sorry for him. But other than that, um, yeah, Boo heads off to Hong Kong and uh, meets Albert and I guess is um, ready to, I don't know, fall in love with him because of the a fanciful dream, I guess, behind it. Yeah. And but unfortunately, that, that doesn't work out. <laughs> no, Albert does not bet for her team. <laughs> no, he's a very um, nice guy. Like his character, very, nice, very nice guy, guy, but he's he's flamboyantly gay. Yes, and as a yeah, and so it kind of it, it's quite funny. Uh, he's he's I guess very stereotypical gay at times, but also they also portray him as just especially when they first meet. You wouldn't. And as, as any person who's gay, you don't necessarily, necessarily know their sexual standing. Um, but then later in the movie, they kind of movie they fall into the more of the stereotype, um, um, which is a little bit of a shame. But it, yeah, yeah. That's... I mean, they do, but at least um, at least I didn't feel that any of it was like misguided or like mean. No, you're um, right. It just no, was, you're right. Like excessively happy as well yes. i mean he's a he's like a uh what is he a photographer for um models like fashion yeah. shoots 
Um, so he's just like having parties he, all the time, and he's just hanging out. I, I don't. Uh, there wasn't anything bad, you know, any of the portrayal. No, I don't you're feel. right. No. Um, well, he, he well, there wasn't actually photography. He was the makeup artist. Oh, okay. That's what it was. Yeah, it's but been yes. a, a little confession. I haven't watched this in like two months. So I'm <laughs> a little, uh, little shaky on the details. There's a funny scene of him, like, because he takes Boo onto a photo shoot, which is on a yacht, um, which leads to our meet cute where Jackie Chan and she meet. Um, but yeah, he's doing the makeup and he's kind of doing tanning on the models, like, legs and in there, like, can be um, swimsuits and all the photographers were are very jealous <laughs> and looking on with envy how he gets to be so close to these models uh, which is quite amusing um, it's silly it, it is very slapstick and kind of like over the top but but yeah nonetheless um, and he's not in, not phased because he's not interested <laughs> yeah he's he's you know he's there for work um and I didn't think I'd ever get to hear you say meat cute. That's <laughs> good one. That's the right term, isn't it? <laughs> yes, what? yes, the right term. Sorry, I was thinking yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> right there. Um, well, that's what it is, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. the scenario where they get to meet. Um, and we've really, yeah, Jackie Chan. He kind of turns up. We learn that he's. We learn. We kind of get introduced to him as being this rich businessman, and he's going to see. I guess an ex-girlfriend. Yes. um, Who's also associated and ex-girlfriend of our main antagonist, the kind of counterpart to Jackie's character, the other rich businessman who they kind of clash, clash against. Um, And we say they're not bad guys, but this scene on this boat, they are these, these um, bodyguards. Well, they're henchmen. I mean, he has henchmen. Yeah. But I, no, they, I think, they try to shoot him with harpoons. Yeah, <laughs> that, that may have been a little bit too far. Um, but I want to say even... Where is it? Is it... Maybe it's just Mr. Lowe. He's he's never really trying to... He doesn't want to hurt Jackie. Maybe financially. Well, um, well, he but wants him to hurt, but... Just he like, wants him to hurt, but not... not yeah, like, not kill him. Kill him. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. He just wants him to get out of his turf and, you know, hand over the, I don't remember if it was deeds to the business. He, um, Jackie Chan runs a, um, uh, recycling business. Mm. Like they sell, uh, recycling or something. It was, it wasn't very clear, not in the dub anyway. He, he basically buys rubbish and recycles it and, and uses it. To, and that's how yeah. he's made his, his money. And he's also very switched on with the share, the, the share market and buys and sells else and they portray his character as being quite yeah ability to see trends and do things and he's also more concerned about the environment than his um than his, Mr. his actual company yeah then his then his well, i think even in the company wasn't it yeah yeah because he ends up losing money to try and force mr low who's in the just the waste removal um who's polluting to try and force him to make changes to his company to to be more um, environmentally yeah. friendly. So yeah, so Jackie's the white knight, and quite literally, they do the, the classic <laughs> thing. The good guy wears wears white. The yeah, bad guy wears suits. dark clothes. Yeah, yep. Uh, white white shoes, white pants, white t shirt. Um, you see a, a shot of his wardrobe, and it's just solid white like shirts. <laughs> it's quite funny. Yeah, um, and, and he stays very white. clean. I mean, he's jumping all over the place and. Uh 
Still not a speck of dirt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then we so yeah, we get a song. This, this is almost one of these fancy like million dollar yachts. This scene kind of plays out. Uh, Mr. Lowe turns up and and threatens Jackie, uh, and leaves his henchman and threatening, saying to Jackie that if you don't apologize for, I can't remember was it was buying shares or selling shares or just stealing the girlfriend. I don't know. I can't remember now. Probably a combination. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's just mad at him because there's this rivalry there. Uh, Jackie is competing, but with the intention of helping the environment, Mr. Lowe's competing because he's jealous. Yeah. Um, and so there's this This is one of my favorite kind of Jackie Chan moments. Like this is the stuff he does well, the evasive fighting that we've talked about before. And the things he does on this boat are fantastic. <laughs> and through the little spaces he jumps and managed to get his body through, to avoid the these henchmen who are trying to rough him up uh, is very impressive. Um, I don't know, like it's, it's it's a cool scene. I really like it. Yeah, this was this was really good. And it's one of those um, set pieces, you know, using the boat where you're just you're watching him, yeah, slip through like cracks in the stair, you know, little winding stairs, and you're just going, how did you do? How many takes did this take? To, to film i mean he had to have gotten hurt trying to get through some of the stuff that he does or yep. you know and um yeah. did, did this have outtakes in the end i think it did this is the first one we've seen that has outtakes and yeah. i love jackie chang outtakes because he gets hurt a lot and i love the face he does he's just like Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and he just he kind of rubs it off and gets keeps going again yeah oh i mean you got you got to get that uh scene on the tape Yep. Um, but I think, yeah, I think there's a couple of shots from this scene that gets caught in where he's kind of gets stuck inside a chair or something or yeah. stuck in the stairs. Uh, and, and we, we have a scene that gets repeated later with, um, clothes where Jackie's wearing a white suit jacket, like blazer and the fight ensues with him pulling his arms in and out to evade these, these henchmen. And it's, it's very slick and very well done. <laughs> how he manages to spin twist and flip with the jacket coming on and off um while these guys are trying to grab and pull and and, and uh, yeah get control over him which they can't because he's too sneaky <laughs> yeah uh the jacket stuff's always fun i there's one of the movies i don't remember which one it is but i remember him like trading jackets with someone like oh, not yeah. on purpose they're just fighting and he's sliding out of the jacket and i think he flip around or something and somehow they both end up with each other's jacket on you know and do that funny like oh what just happened <laughs> that little, yeah. little face he does i can't remember the film either but it yeah, i don't know what the, what it's, it's great look it up it's great <laughs> um so I, I don't know I, I can't see how people can watch this film and not be impressed by this and not just smile and i think that's why i like this film it just makes me smile like it's it's not someone trying to kill someone or trying to murder people for the sake of it it's just light-hearted fun and you get scenes like this, which is just, yeah, it's just pure enjoyment. Um, and you're just kind of cheering for the hero just to get away. And it, it, I guess it is a little bit over the top. They start trying to shoot harpoons at him, which is pretty serious, I guess. Yeah. But um, he, he's never in risk of being shot. He's too quick. Um, and I guess we get the slapstick, um, the, the stooge kind of stuff, where there's this one big henchman who gets... I think it's just hilarious. He gets what, knocked into the water or f- jumps in the water maybe four or five times. <laughs> they keep, just they keep throwing life preservers at him. 
but yeah, um, but yeah, just take I guess to cut this this section short because um, we've gone for a while on this part. Yeah. Uh, Jackie ends up getting getting into the water. Boo has seen all this happening. She ends up. I think Jackie. I wasn't quite clear. I think Jackie's jet boat that he got to there had floated away by this point, and she jumped onto that boat from the yacht she was on and used it to rescue Jackie. Otherwise, I don't know where she got a jet boat from. Yeah, no, it was his. It it, it wasn't tied on. I think yeah. maybe the the lanyard or whatever it was uh, came off. Came well, the henchman may have done it. Yeah, yeah. No, I think they did. Remember, they 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 undid it so he couldn't escape. That's right. But she because they jumped onto it, or maybe she was already yeah. on it. I, I don't remember. Well, she must have. Yeah, she jumped on. It. We didn't see her jump on, but we see it floating away one in one shot. But yeah, because they were instructed to leave Jack in the water with a life lifesaver as punishment if he doesn't say sorry, which he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so yeah, this is how our characters meet. Um, they she ends up crashing the boat. They end up spending the night together on a rock in the middle of, the, I guess, Hong Kong Harbor. I assume. Yeah, it's like a little um, you know deserted island uh, scene. Yeah. Um, and they get rescued by a like dragon boat or something, rowing team or something, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's quite funny. Yeah, I don't know where they got the raft though. Uh, Not that it's important, but they ended up towing a raft. I think it was attached yeah. to like a little dock or something. I I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, but they, yeah, they end up getting towed back to safety, and Jackie gets some weird futuristic buggy jeep thing that I've never seen anywhere else. But was kind of cool, but not practical for any kind of travel because there's no roof or anything. Uh, yeah, they're just like know. driving along the the side of the coast or whatever. It was, it was a little weird. Yeah. And Did he leaves his butler behind. I mean... Yeah, his butler obviously came, brought it to him, and he leaves his butler behind so he can help Boo rather than <laughs> so the butler <laughs> <Yeah>. can walk. <laughs> He's like, you just walk back. It's like his. It's not his. It's um. It's his office assistant. Oh, I just saw his yeah. butler. Yeah, <laughs> right, it's the same function, I guess. But he helps yeah. him, you know, around the office. Yeah, yeah. With the business. Um, I just. We get more kind of cute meeting and the, the Boo kind of liking him a little bit and yeah, thinking he's handsome and rich and charming. Um, then she decides she needs to find a way to to win his heart. So what she stages, she wants to look more, I guess, badass and tough and not just like a random... Well, she doesn't want to be a um, you know a little fishing village country girl. She wants to... Have impressive. something that she thinks, yeah, it was, yeah, it would be impressive. So she she sees, I think that picture, maybe Albert does. Albert's helping her with this, and um, well, she, I'm, he's not that willing. <laughs> no, nice I think guy. she's making him do it. <laughs> yeah, she's twisting his arm, which ends up happening to him literally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he he sprays, but he goes acting as a gangster. Um, to try and show the the illusion that she is actually this mobster to make her more interesting. She's trying to act as if she's the mobster, the mobster's uh, wife, mobster's uh, girlfriend. girlfriend. Uh, So he turns up to Jackie's house and spray paints, uh, leave, like leave Boo alone or not, not doesn't call Boo, leave, leave her alone and back off or things like this. Um, And this is another one of these cool scenes where it's this kind of twisty, turny, 
this Albert's trying to is terrified. He's not a fighter. Though he is in real life. He's a pretty sweet, talented guy. But in this his character <laughs> Albert not. isn't a fighter. No, <laughs> was not a fighter. He's a lover, not a fighter. Um <laughs> And he, yeah, it's this cool invasive scene where he's trying to kind of dodge and get away from Jackie Chan. It's the twisty turny. Does he? Does he pull the coat off? He uses the coat to kind of I, tie him up. I think yeah, he ties him up with his coat, which is kind of the opposite of what Jackie did. So it's cool, kind of follow on that same kind of technique, but it's kind yeah. of he's trying to do the same, but Jackie is too quick and, and uses it against him and gets his arm twisted uh, and forced. Um, I don't know. He kind of just doesn't admit much, does he? he just kind of says that. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't really go anywhere. <laughs> no, it, I don't think it does. It just says that I mean, it, was, it was it was him, or he says that he's the one that, you know, painted the the threat. Yeah. Just but I think that's the it. extent of it. Um, because that didn't really work in to, no. to intimidate or scare Jackie into thinking Boo was cool. She gets a bunch of Albert's um, friends. It's his models. <laughs> like the the... This flamboyantly yay you know, <laughs> cool. male models. It's like they might have stepped out of Zoolander. You know, they're just like ridiculous. <laughs> they pretty to, much did. Uh, yeah, to to pose as like mugger, or uh, I guess the gangsters sent to kidnap the boo. Yeah, posing as this mobster wife. And again, we get a very cool fight scene um, of these non-fighters fighting... Jackie, which leads to a real um, jumping because the henchmen that he took out um, have come back to get revenge and have come dressed as American presidents, I think, believe it is. Yeah, they have like the masks yeah. on. <laughs> and again, another very clever fight scene around Jackie's motorbike. Um, some cool stunt work. Um, again, this is one of the outtakes where. Jackie goes to run up his the, the parked bike and actually trips over the handlebar and just oh, completely bails. Yeah, he just, he just biffs it. Um, yeah. Well, there was, there was. I think it wasn't even that. It was a couple scenes where he's having to like do strange jumps or land on it, you know, in a specific way, and it's just it's, it's yeah, yeah, ridiculously difficult because it's a motorcycle and it's not very big. Yeah. But yeah, and a very cool shot. Like, and I. Just, when they first, when the real henchmen turn up, the real fighters turn up, it turns from being play fights to being quite serious. And the first, I think the attack they do, Jackie's got his helmet kind of sitting on top of his head. He's not fully on. So yeah. Um, and this is what I do when I ride my bike. Um, when I'm talking to someone, I'll just sit it rested on top of my head. And the dude runs at him with a real baseball bat and swings at him and to knock off the helmet. There's a very precise area of uh, of error there. <laughs> like, if it was well, I mean, like, that went just lower. Yeah, well, that, that that's like all of his stunts. Everything he does true. is really dangerous. There's there's <laughs> not a lot of hey, try this at home, kids. It's no, it's like don't do this. You'll get hurt. That's why they maybe that's why they put the outtakes in because you can clearly up. watch him get hurt like over and over and over again. And it's, yeah, sure, it's funny. I mean, because you're, I don't know, it's just kind of humorous. I don't want to really watch him get hurt, but I like to see him mess up. You know, <laughs> there's like that margin yeah. of like, it's funny, but that's not great. I mean, because in a couple of them, I mean, uh, I think it's Armor of God or whatever. He, you know, he cracks a hole in his head. He fell off a tree and 
put there's a crack in his skull. He does a lot of things where he just gets horribly hurt, broken legs and arms, and and yeah, that's and not cool, the, you know. No, but and um, into the dragon, um, he was one of the stuntmen uh, that Bruce Lee actually ended up hitting with a real uh, real nunchuck and yeah. hitting for real. <laughs> and Jackie was had to go to the hospital very quickly after that. Um, and actually, that that's, that shot that's made it into the film from as far as I know. Where Jackie's actually getting hit by yeah. the nunchuck. Well, I mean, um, uh, again, when we watched Snake uh, and Eagle's Shadow, um, he the the Russian uh, when they're doing the sword fight at the end, like actually cuts his hand, like not intentionally, but the sword cut him, and that, that's in the you know in the movie. They there's no, mm. I guess, uh, from the director's standpoint, you know, don't waste a good uh, reaction shot. <laughs> Yeah, why why redo it when you got a perfectly like that looks like he got cut? Oh yeah, because he did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he got cut. (laughs) Um, Yeah, why cut the film if he's going to get cut for real? Uh, Yeah, yeah, no, pretty serious stuff. But uh, yeah, again, very very clever little uh, scene, well choreographed, um, well well executed. Uh, We we kind of get that follow on. It's it's again like we talked about. It's very convenient that these two things events happen exactly at the right time to lead on to each other like the plot is very very like convenient yeah <laughs> um, and I mean, that's i think part and parcel of this this style of uh romantic comedy i mean they definitely lean heavily on the comedy as jackie chan usually does yep and uh, well, i guess boo's tactic of trying to look like damsel in distress worked because i guess this is where jackie invites her on a date doesn't he yeah um which they don't really get to enjoy because Mr. Lowe, Mr. Lowe yeah, still he shows very, up. He's still very angry at Jackie. And Jackie being the rich recluse he is, he actually either hired the restaurant or bought the restaurant. In the dub, it says he bought the restaurant. Yeah, I'm assuming I think he, he just means like he, rented it out. Yeah. And so it's a very strange date because they're just by themselves in this really fancy kind of five-star restaurant with no one else there. Um, but yeah, they get interrupted. They manage to try some fancy wine and some fancy rolly cups. <laughs> but, <laughs> but other than that, they don't get to eat. Um, and this is where I think I think we see a scene before this where um, Mr. Lowe kind of explains his plan. He's going to embarrass Jackie by getting a smaller fighter. So he's he's kind of scoured the earth for a small, very very talented fighter he can pay who will f- fight Jackie who's specifically smaller to make Jackie feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, as far as evil plans go. I think that's, uh, it's pretty it's up one there. Of the best. Just embarrass the good. hero. <laughs> no. um, and uh, yeah, so we get um, Bradley Allen. Um, what's his character's name in the movie? Allen. <laughs> it's just Allen. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> so he's got his own name, his last name at least. Uh, very inventive. Um but yeah, he's again. He's wearing black as he's the. I guess he's the sort of villain of the film because he is the one fighting the hero. But he is he's the good villain. He's the. Um, I guess the yeah, the most like ways. honorable guy. He just wants to fight. He doesn't. There's no malice. He's just like I heard you were good. Let's fight. That's I think that's what he says. I guess the only kind of downside to his character is that he's happy to get paid to try and embarrass someone. But yeah, well, um, gotta make a living, a right? <laughs> yeah, 
Um, and the, I actually really like what they do to this is they kind of sort of kind of talk about the, you have, you do, they do the very classic thing that um, like a lot of Asian film and Nime does this where they have someone explaining what's going on, kind of like tell it. So the audience is very aware of what's going on, kind of explaining um, the scene. And so Mr. Lowe explain, you know, you learn that he's not much of a fighter, but he knows the technical side of fighting. Uh, cause he's, he's, he, he started commentating apparently. Um, <laughs> instead of fighting because he was no good at fighting and he couldn't keep up with Jackie in their younger days and so they so he started being more of a commentator and so he was very technically aware of how a fight works and they he describes what's going on and we see that um, Alan is very fluid has rhythm in his fighting and was talking about how he was disappointed in Jackie because he's obviously not kept up his training and he's lost his rhythm um, and you see Jackie's character like plodding and kind of bouncing around and out of time. And I don't know, it's very hard when you're very talented at fighting. It's kind of hard to, to downplay that that you're not. Yeah. And he does a good job because he is, he's kind of plodding around and, um, and Alan is very, very quick on his feet. Very quick. He's like twinkle toes. Yeah. Um, no, he's, he's fast. Yeah. Um, but very, uh, Alan very quickly shows up Jackie Chan. Um, and he kind of does it to kind of add insult to injury. He switches gloves from just being bad gloves to actual like, like 16 ounce gloves because he's hurting Jackie too quickly and he wants to make it last. <laughs> um, which, well, yeah. And so when Jackie's just got straight bad gloves and Alan has, yeah, 16 ounce gloves, but still hurts Jackie enough and makes him dizzy and knocks him over. But yeah, so it's, this this fight's not as good because Jackie's supposed to lose. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I still think that it's um it's really fun because, like you said, you know, we're getting this portrayal of an out of out of practice, out of shape Jackie, which we we don't really see um too often. Usually, we get the version where he's unskilled and then learns, you know, through the film to to get better. This is a skilled person who's just, you know, out of shape. Yeah. Because yeah, the, the stereotypical Jackie character has, tends to be someone who's naturally talented, but hasn't had the dedication to really push himself and then gets forced into being pushed. Whereas this is, yeah, different. He's trained, but has lost uh, his will to train. But for, for whatever reason, yeah. life got busy. Well, yeah. he's, he's, I mean, he's basically like, Bruce Wayne, if Bruce Wayne just quit being Batman for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Actually, that'd be a really cool spinoff. Yeah. Which, gorgeous, um... The... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, it'd be a funny spinoff. Yeah, gorgeous. He turns into, like, the Hong Kong Batman. <laughs> Jackie is Hong Kong Batman. I'd watch um, that. Yeah, it'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, yeah, so we get obviously the the fight. Jackie loses. He does get a pretty cool haymaker though, and yeah, I mean, he, he, I guess his experience as a fighter, he gets a good hit in. Yeah, he does, and it's um, they, you know, they add a lot of comedy, I think, into the um, they're not really pratfalls, but uh, they they lean heavily into that physical like expression of comedy. I think um, in these fights, especially in the the fight, we'll the see last um, a little bit later. Yeah. Um, Plot-wise, there's not a whole lot um, that goes on um, toward the latter half of the film. 
what what this you know this um loss for Jackie uh leads into is uh probably one of your your favorite style of um movie yeah. uh scene <laughs> changes is this wonderfully quite long montage and this montage is mixed with him training and also spending time with Boo. Yeah, they're like, it's like a dating training montage, which you think would be like slightly ineffective on one or the other because he's obviously putting a lot of time into both these two activities. Well, what's strange is that the movie kind of goes and points out that it was only a day long. She spent the day with him. So yeah, he, but he they broke it up, it though. It looked like quick. it was longer. It did look like it was longer, but they actually make a point of saying that they she enjoys spending the day with him. Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if it's a translation error. It, it could be if because well they, they be. did a lot of events. I mean, that's a lot to cram into one day. I know, still be like daylight outside the whole time. They go swimming with dolphins. He punches his uh, punching bag. bag. Yeah, <laughs> he punches his. What, what, what did you call it? The um, the Wing Chun. Yeah, it's a like a training the training block dummy. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, there's a lot in there. Uh, actually, in, in one of the outtakes at the end, he actually breaks the speed the speed bag. It's quite funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, he, he manages to punch it and snap one of the straps. <laughs> um, but yeah, great. It's cool. He get, Jackie gets real sweaty and fit. Um, <laughs> gets real sweaty. He does. It's like real sweaty, Jackie. Um, we, I. It's not as good as some of the other training montages because we don't have the crazy kind of like doing sit-ups or, or like doing planks over top of incense or anything ridiculous like that. Yeah, uh, but it's, it's all, it's all practical training. I mean, it's like some yeah, swimming. Modern and, training. You know, yeah, it's, uh, skipping and stuff. Stuff you could do in a home gym, which yeah. he has, a fancy home gym. Which he wasn't using. And I, I guess what <laughs> what we see with Jackie's character, start the film, he's, he's, he has everything he wants, but he's not a happy person. Like he's he just... He's kind of just going through life. Yeah, well, I mean, he's, awesome. he's like a playboy, and the the money doesn't bring you happiness. Angle they just lean on that really heavily. Yes, um, and she she she's the one bringing the joy back in, and and she because she even asks him why you know what did you like you know why aren't you training is because you know he's not happy and he actually enjoys that that's what brings him happiness, and so she's the one who encourages him to train again. Um, so she's the kind of like the light in his life, bringing in some joy into his life which mm-hmm. makes him happy about training. Um, yeah, I guess that's really, really need a cover for that. I guess the main plot of the, the rivalry between Mr. Lowe and Chan is that, I guess, uh, Chan, Jackie Chan's business deals have pretty much forced Lowe's business under and his father is like removing him from chairman or something or C- CFO or C- CEO. Yeah. yeah he's, or something. Um, if the business starts failing, then he wants to remove um, Mr. Lope, the son um, from control as, you know, he's reducing his um, shareholding, I guess, something like that. And, and Jackie's character did actually directly do this, but it's not trying to, he's not trying to specifically do it to him. He's doing it because he's concerned what, the company's doing to the environment and is trying yeah. to change that despite the cost. Um, and so we kind of get lead to kind of like the, the pinnacle or the, the conclusion of this film is where it's at one of Jackie's recycling centers and Mr. Lowe's going to burn it down with himself in it, I think is what 
what he's trying to do. Yeah, he. I think he's just at that point at like the end of his rope, and he feels like he's just going to lose his position in the company. So it's that uh, you know I can't, I can't win, but I don't want you to win either. So I'll just burn down your stuff. But again, he's not. He's not. He doesn't want to hurt Jackie. He doesn't want to hurt anyone else. So no, that wasn't sure supposed that... to be anybody in the um the facility. Yeah, uh, but Jackie hears about it and saves the day. And they have a bit of a bromance time, which is kind of fun, sitting there in a in a, in a warm hose spray shower. <laughs> <Getting his cover. laughs> yeah, because he was like freezing. I don't know; it was weird. Um, well, he's covered in petrol, so he's trying to rinse yeah. the petrol off. Yeah, but but uh, they have a bit of a bromance where they kind of reconnect and kind of air out their dirty dirty laundry and kind of, I guess, mediate out of the situation rather than. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Very uncomfortable. I think they resolved their differences as much as it's going to be resolved. um, But we get... Was that before or after the fight? The final fight? Uh, After, I think. Yeah, it is after. I think it's Um, after. But basically, um, Alan turns up again and he's not actually with the henchmen. He just followed them because he wanted another chance to fight Jackie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so he's like, I'm not being paid. I just want to fight you again because I've heard your training. <laughs> yeah, which <laughs> so is great. Like, that's, point like, that's like the best uh, angle, I guess. He's like, I just really want to fight. I heard, you know, or I, uh, yeah. I know you're, you're, you're good. And now I've heard you're back. So let's do yeah. this. Yeah, let's do it. And this, again, this is one of my favorite fight scenes in most martial art films because it's a straight fight. Like the camera stays pretty still is none of this fancy cutting like they do in a lot of uh, modern action films. The camera sits there and it watches them actually fight. And I, I'm pretty sure they're actually connecting a lot of it. They're probably holding their punches a little, but they're actually connecting. And at times it's very impressive fight scene. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, was it like five minutes long? It was, it was pretty lengthy, substantial fight scene. Yeah, and this is where you see what you mentioned—the kind of the the comedy coming in. They kind of cock each other pretty good, a couple times. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. just they they both. Um, uh, it's it's kind of like a culmination of the fight, but they just both go cross-eyed. They hit each other so hard, and <laughs> yeah. so they're just wobbling around. And the the camera will stop and look at their face, and each of them is like the weird ostrich thing. They like their neck goes forward and back because they can't. They have no depth perception and can't figure out how far yeah. the other one is away. So they're just taking these crazy <laughs> swings and doing goofy, like, uh, I don't know, their mouth's pursed and their eyes are crossed. It's like the funniest looking uh, face I've seen uh, in a, in a yeah. fight scene anyway in a while. It's impressive. I can't do the cross-eye thing and control dot my eyes that well. Cause like, I, I can't remember which one it was like kind of hits one side of their head to try and readjust their brain. Yeah. And the eye pops across to the other side. It's really bizarre. It's really stupid. But it's it is good. very, very stupid. But funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, again, unlike most other martial art films, there's no kind of direct winner the same way because one person isn't dead. Um, but Jackie kind of comes out on top basically because he he gets reminded of what Boo said. You know, have fun in fighting. That's why he's kind of like Goku in that. That's why Goku's oh, so good. Yeah, yeah. Because he he he's enjoying fighting, and that's why Goku's so good because he enjoys fighting. He it makes him happy. So yeah. he pushes himself. So, um, um, yeah, that part of the fight scene is really good. Um, 
uh, for our for our listeners out there, we can't. It's too long to describe the whole fight scene, um, yeah, but yeah. I do remember this part uh, quite clearly. Is uh, Jackie sees on one of the boxes in the recycling center. What does it say? It's like it's like live happy just or just fight. be happy or something. What well, I, I don't know. It was in Chinese. There were some Chinese characters, yeah. but then there was just like a um, a bracket which is looks like a smiley face. Smiley face, yeah, that's what it was. So he, he sees it, and then he just starts smiling. But they're fighting, and it... um, Not the fact that he's happy, but the fact that he's, like, giddy is confusing uh, uh, Alan. He's like, what are you so yeah. happy about? Well, you know, we're fighting here. This is serious. And so he spends, like, a couple seconds trying to sidle around um, Jackie and try <laughs> to take a look at what made him so happy. Like, what what did he see? So he's, like, craning his head, and he finally, I, I guess he sees the box, and he's just like, what are you doing? You know, so, yeah. it's, it's, it's good drugs. Stuff. Yeah, he's like, I don't know, just the smile. I think he said, like, smile, or something. Yeah, he, he says, like, I so wanted to say it. <laughs> but, yeah, and they kind of portray it that he, after Jackie kind of gets there, he changes his his whole stance kind of lightens and changes and he visibly has an edge over Ellen at this point. And Ellen notices it, but is also noticing the creepy smile and, and yeah, it's, it's cool. It's, and it's, I think Jackie definitely is the winner. Um, and they kind of, and Jackie says, well, no, at the, when they actually kind of conclude the fight, um, Ellen admits defeat. Jackie says, well, not really. Cause if I was in your weight class, you would have destroyed me. Um, so yeah, there's, a mutual respect for one another, which is kind of a kind of a nice twist to most kung fu films. Um, yeah, very good fight scene. If if you can, it's probably on YouTube. Google gorgeous fight scene, and you might come up some weird stuff. But gorgeous movie fight scene, I'm sure it will come up. But yeah, it's a good fight or scene. Or just do, you know Jackie Chen's gorgeous uh, fight scene. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll get it. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's it's a few minutes long, and it's well worth watching. Uh, they, they just chew up foot. a lot of scenery, a lot of crazy kicks and stuff. So, yeah, uh, yes, very cool footwork. Like the way that they actually like responding and, and working from each other, like stepping back and kind of, I guess, testing the waters and engaging each other. It's just a very cool intro to a fight, as well. Um, yeah, very very much like it. Yeah, I guess that wraps us up. Yeah, um, that's um, that's pretty much it. Uh, I guess as we alluded in the beginning, um, uh, Jackie ends up with uh, uh, Shuchi uh, rather than her uh, previous suitor or uh, Mister Albert. Um, you know, yeah. it's a it's a little it's a feel good little movie. There's nothing uh, it is nothing too crazy or violent aside from a few people getting kicked in the head or <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, but there is the one final fight scene where um, Jack Chan gets wasted by Boo's father, <laughs> gets pushed through the tables at the cafe when he, Jackie's trying to turn up to to apologize and trying to win Boo Boo back because obviously she got she got mad at him for something I can't remember why. Yeah, I don't remember. I think she thought um, <laughs> that he didn't care or something. So she 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 gets mad and goes home. Oh yeah, because Jackie's actually friends with the gangster girl. Oh yeah, yeah. And he sees them together, but he's just, he was just helping her. Um, and yeah. Jackie knew that all along that Boo wasn't the gangster girl. I think she was embarrassed and yeah. The whole, yeah. So she runs away, runs back home. Um, but yeah, it was, it's, it's a funny scene uh, where Jackie's 
gone to you know emitters and emitters love and takes us some Chinese hot pot, Hong Kong hot pot, uh, <laughs> to her in Taiwan. Oh, oh yeah. For for someone that's like so caring about the environment, he releases like a thousand messages in a oh. bottle into like the river. <laughs> Tens of thousands, yeah, it's quite funny. It's, um, a, it's not even a river, it's a bay, so they're just like going out into the ocean. It's like, how are you gonna pick that up, dude? That's a lot of glass, yeah. and it's a bay that's known for its its dolphins, yeah. <laughs> um, and we never mentioned the, the oh, character, yeah, but yeah, um, boost friends dolphin. with the dolphin, <laughs> yeah. Um, and they they're not they're a special dolphin who actually say the word boo. Um, well, they say, um, uh, it's like. And she was named after the story yeah, about her, but uh, Starcross like, lovers. It's like I miss you or something. I don't remember what the yeah. what the phrase is, but the dolphins yeah. say it, or at least it and sounds how, like it. Yeah, and that's how what she was named after. It's a legend of, and that's why she, she's a very romantic character because she's named after a romantic story about um, a fisherman being lost at sea and the, his wife searching for him, and obviously both dying in, at sea. And the yeah. dolphins call out the word boo because it's a tragic love story. And so she's very romantic and so that leads into her kind of, yeah. Well, it's all come around in full circle. Like it always seems to. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think it means like, no. Cause it's, um, yeah. I, I think it's the same as like, uh, is like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe not accepting the fact that her loved mm. one is, is lost at sea. Yeah. Not and, to accept uh... it. Well, her her love story ends well, and yeah. uh, it's, a good, it's a good good little film. Um, so yeah, you said you saw this when it, when it first came out, Vader. Very very early on. I've had the DVD since yeah, probably two thousand two. So yeah, a long time ago, and I've just always liked it. I've watched it several times over the years. Mm. Um, I think what I introduced in two thousand and seven ish when I got married, I probably introduced it to my wife. Um, and watched it with her then, and yes, yeah, so I watched it a lot with different people. Yeah. Um, so how how did this hold up uh, watching it this time? To what you remember? It's it's good. It's as I said, because I've seen it so many times. It, it is just a fun film. Like I, it's I don't expect more from it, so I, I'm happy to enjoy it. Um, I enjoy the action that's in there. I think it's fun to have a love story as a twist for most for most kung fu films, and yeah. I think it holds up well, but I'm very biased. I think, I think I'm very biased. This is, this one has a lot of nostalgia for me. Yeah. And that's always good. I mean, something to kind of toss in on a, like maybe a glum day or something and, you know, Hmm. change the mood. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I agree. What about you? Like, cause you're quite, this is, I introduced you to this, didn't I? Um, no, I, I did see it before. Um, when I oh, went to the okay. video store, uh, I actually I was in the I was working at a video store when this came out uh, about around that same time. So I remember watching this on VHS. Um, I'll be honest, and when I watched this most recently, that I hadn't seen it since you know, so it's almost twenty years later. Um, but uh, all I remembered was uh, the fight scenes with Alan of yeah. the film like i just blanked on the entire rest of it so that was <laughs> that was fun to to you know it's almost like watching it for the first time and then just recognizing some of the fight scenes but i i'd forgotten like 
the plot and whatever else was happening. Um, it was good to see a lot of these familiar faces and we kind of mentioned it, but there's a lot, there's a lot of cameos in this movie. Uh, and in the, the dubbed versus the, or I guess the international version versus the Hong Kong release. Um, there were some scenes that were cut, which also had a few other cameos. We have Stephen Chow um, in this you. film and maybe a good other like 10 actors. They're all, everyone with me was pretty popular. Just have a lot of, uh, you know, one-off um, kind of walk-on roles. So watching this in, in hindsight, I recognized 95% of the cast that, you know, they, they pop up briefly, but I've seen them in, you know, so many other films. So that part of it was just as fun as watching the, you know, the good fight scenes and kind of just enjoying the movie for what it was. Um, yeah, I, I, this was a good opportunity to revisit an old film. Hmm. Nice. So would you recommend people watch it? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know that I would specifically lean on the, the romantic comedy angle because that while being most of the film, I don't think is a super strong point just, just from the, the script, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's something you could watch if you weren't a fan of uh, Jackie Chan a little bit easier, maybe be just because mm. this is so different from his earlier work. Yeah, I agree. It is very different. Uh, and, and as that review we read said, it's kind of, um, I wouldn't quite go as far as saying it's the Kung Fu movie for chicks, but yeah, um, <laughs> it, it is. It, it, it almost is Kung Fu light in some ways. Um, I, I'd recommend this over The Accidental Spy and uh, The Tuxedo, which was, was pretty bad. Um, this was, was more fun. Yeah. Tuxedo was well made because it's a fancy Hollywood film. Yeah, but it wasn't a good movie. <laughs> I, just, I didn't yeah. like it. I'm trying to remember. I think it was fun enough, but yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. It's been a long time. But yeah, that wraps us up for Gorgeous. This is one of my faves. For, yeah. I don't know why. It's just I just <laughs> like it a lot. And as uh, I don't know exactly why, because it's not that good, but it's still good in its own weird way. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's it's that it's an idea of you know this not you know life or death uh, fight yeah. scenes. Uh, you can watch it as a romantic comedy, and it has him just you know it's kind of lighthearted uh, mm. the whole way through. There's nothing really in the movie at all that's serious, um, other than them trying to shoot him with a harpoon gun. I guess <laughs> <laughs> it is very strange that part. But yeah, cool. I guess that wraps us up. Yeah, um, that's all for this episode. And uh, as always, um, if any listeners have questions, comments, please send them in. We'd much appreciate it. Um, recommendations of films. If you guys uh, have seen something that may be under the radar or just you thought was really fun, uh, let us know. We'll, we'll take a look at it. Um, sure. Where can we find you on the internet, Vader? Uh, I keep it simple and I have a website, vadervanodin.com. Uh, you can get to my Twitter, my YouTube, and my other gaming podcast from there. So nice and simple, vadervanodin.com. <laughs> and um, I'm pretty much primarily on Twitter at sentinot underscore plus. Um, you can get a hold of me there, um, send in DMs or just, you know, 
you can always chat with either of us. We're 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 pretty friendly, kind of open. So <laughs> if you have something you want to talk about, send it on in. That's right. And that's us signing off. <laughs>